Hello and welcome to Baby Boomer Tales. My name is Jim. Today's episode is called The Beatles. The Beatles came onto the national scene in 1963 and they just took America and Britain by storm. They put out album after album after album and then they started touring. I don't know how they did it. Let's start in 1963. I'm going to give you the name of the album, the month and year it was released, and give you two or three songs that I recognized off of the album. So I'm not going to go over every song. Even though I may have heard every song, I didn't recognize a bunch of these by just the title as I was researching this. So the very first one, released March... 1963, Please Please Me. Some of the songs off of that album was I Saw Her Standing There, P.S. I Love You, Do You Want to Know a Secret. Released in November 1963, an album called With the Beatles. Some of the songs on this is All My Loving, Roll Over Beethoven, You Really Got a Hold on Me. The third album we're going over is Introducing the Beatles, January 1964. Some of the songs on that one are Love Me Do, Chains, and Twist and Shout. Also in 1964, and we'll run across this all the way down this list. Some of them are released in the United Kingdom only, some of them in America only, but I had to include both of them. Because the songs, sometimes half of them were different than the other album. And they'd put those songs that were excluded from maybe the American album on a later album. So it was a little convoluted. So I had to put down both the UK and the USA releases on this. So also in January of 1964 was Meet the Beatles. Some of the songs on that one is I Want to Hold Your Hand, All My Loving, I want to be your man. February 1964, just a month later, Twist and Shout, the album. Some of the songs are For Me to You, She Loves You, Please Please Me. The sixth album on our list, it was called The Beatles' Second Album. It was released in April of 1964. Some of the songs on this album were You Really Got a Hold on Me, Please, Mr. Postman, money, that's what I want. And then May, the very next month, The Beatles' Long Tall Sally. Long Tall Sally, I Call Your Name, and This Boy were some of the songs on that album. Number eight on our list, A Hard Day's Night, released in June 1964. So we had April, May, and June on the Hard Day's Night album. If I Fell, and I Love Her, Can't Buy Me Love. The very next month, July 1964, an album called Something New. Some of the songs on that were I'm Happy Just to Dance With You, Tell Me Why. Then they got a little bit of a break. Didn't release another album until December of 1964. The 10th one on our list, The Beatles For Sale. Some of the songs here, Eight Days a Week, I Don't Want to Spoil the Party, 
all follow the sun. Here's another example of USA and UK, December 64, called The Beatles 65. Some of the songs on this album, I'm a Loser, I Feel Fine, She's a Woman. In June of 1965, Beatles 4. A couple of the songs from this album is Dizzy Miss Lizzie and Kansas City. August 1965, Help. Some of the songs on this album, Ticket to Ride, I've Just Seen a Face, You're Going to Lose That Girl. In December of 1965, Rubber Soul was released. This album was jam-packed full of recognizable songs, several of them that we'll bring up today, Norwegian Wood, Nowhere Man, In My Life. Number 15 on our list, Yesterday and Today, released June 1966. Some of the songs on this one, We Can Work It Out, Day Tripper, Yesterday. And number 16 on our list, released in August of 1966, so just two months later, Revolver, some of the notable songs from this album, Eleanor Rigby, Yellow Submarine, Here, There, and Everywhere. For some reason, I did not associate Eleanor Rigby and Yellow Submarine to be on Revolver. I do not know why. I thought I knew these guys and their music and where songs ended up on albums. And I apparently, 55, 54 years ago, is long enough that I misplaced it in my mind. My little file cabinet between my ears. Revolver actually started to show signs of the tune-in, turn-on, drop-out movement. A little bit drug-induced, but nothing like Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, released in May 1967. Children today will never understand the joy of looking at an album cover like we all did with Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. You could search that thing for hours and be amazed at the artwork. Is that Marilyn Monroe? Remember that stuff? Tripped out album that became one of the all-time classics. Some of the songs from that album, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, of course, with a little help from my friends, and When I'm 64. When I turned 64, of course, I got all kinds of internet birthday cards with that song on it little cartoon characters and stuff danced around singing that song became my theme song for a day that's in the rearview mirror number 18 on our list november 1967 magical mystery tour there again between india and lsd it very much influenced this music some of the songs Strawberry Fields Forever, I Am the Walrus, All You Need Is Love. Now, all of a sudden, they're not popping out an album every month or even twice a year. A year later, November 1968, the White Album, it's a double album, so I'm going to give you more than two or three songs. I've got six here. Back in the USSR, Birthday, Honey Pie, Rocky Raccoon, a George Harrison song 
while my guitar gently weeps. Oblada, oblada. Number 20 on our list from January 1969. This is a soundtrack to the movie Yellow Submarine. It had a couple versions of Yellow Submarine, a lot of instrumentals. In September of 1969, number 21 on our list, Abbey Road. There's a lot of speculation about Paul McCartney being dead, all this stuff. The album cover had him crossing that road without his shoes on, and I tripped out thinking, well, that's a sign that they don't bury you with your shoes on. So he is dead. Oh, no, Paul's dead. Oh, no, Paul's dead. It wasn't my fault. I think it was all something to sell more music. I just bought into it. Here comes the sun. Come together. She came in through the bathroom window. And the last studio album the Beatles ever did. Number 22 on our list, but it is classified as their 12th album because we had UK, USA, and Canada albums mixed through there in their early years. I guess you just flood the marketplace and people buy into it. It was probably good marketing they did. So this is officially their 12th album, Let It Be, released in May of 1970. Some of the songs, Get Back, The Long and Winding Road, and Let It Be. The Beatles officially were a group from August 1960 to September of 1969. Even though Let It Be was released in May of 1970, they disbanded before that. John Lennon started a group in the 50s called the Black Jacks. They kind of morphed into a group called the Quarrymen, where Paul McCartney was with them. From 1957, George Harrison joined the Quarrymen in 1958, then changed their name to the Silver Beatles, B-E-E-T-L-E-S, in May of 1960, and finally became the Beatles in August of 1960. Richard Starkey joined the group in 1962, their drummer, Ringo, and the rest, like they like to say, is history. It's an amazing story about the Beatles, how they came together, and the events that led to their demise. They're my favorite group of all time, and I can't see anything ever replacing them at this stage of my life, especially. I understand that there are kids out there that's never even heard of them. I don't know how that is even possible. They changed the course of music forever. It was changing as it was with Elvis and Chuck Berry and people like that. Some of the stuff that was going on. But they took the world by storm. They met us where we were at and then took us to places we probably shouldn't have gone. It was a magical tour. It was a big mystery to me. I'm glad I was able to participate. Paul and Ringo are the only two left. If you haven't seen the movie, go out and rent yesterday. It's kind of fun. A lot of Beatles songs, not sung by the Beatles. But how many of us sing Beatles songs? We don't need John and Paul singing along with us for us to remember the words. I came of age during the time that they came into immense popularity. In some ways, I want to thank them. 
Some ways I shake my head and wonder what I was doing. They said we had a revolution and it was all right. I guess that's the way to do it. Just sing our way through it. Thank you, John. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, George. And thank you, Ringo. It was a good trip. Now for a little tale called The Glacier. Back where I was raised in Colorado, from my parents' old house, you can see the Continental Divide to your east and part to your south. It kind of wraps around that community a little bit. Back in the old days, there's a low part of the divide that people used to be able to access traveling over the mountains. There was a road for wagons originally, then cars later, and there was a railroad. This place is called Rollins Pass, and it stands over 11,600 feet, but it is a low spot in that mountain chain right there. Today, it's a wonderful place for backpackers and picnickers and hikers to utilize because you can drive right up there, park your car, and have a wonderful day up there. It is not a through road, so you would have to go back the way you came at the end of the day. But I used to go up there hiking, backpacking, having a good old time. There's old railroad trestles up there, still left from the days of the railroad. One time I was hiking with a couple of friends, and we came upon this glacier that probably ran downhill a hundred yards maybe. And at the bottom of it was a little lake. The glacier must have fed that lake. And so next thing I knew, I ran and yelled, Cowabunga, baby! Or something stupid like that. Jumped on that glacier in a sitting position and started trucking right down it like I was on a sled or something. And I started going faster and faster and faster. And my feet were pointed in front of me and I thought, I've got to stop or I'll go right into that lake. I could really have a problem. The lake was getting closer and closer. And I realized that if I dug my boots in to that glacier to stop, if I dug one side in a little harder than the other, it would start me spinning. And then I'd really have a problem because I wouldn't be able to stop myself before I hit that water. And hitting that cold glacier water could be kind of like hitting a rock wall. And then you have to deal with the coldness of it. And that you're at least 100 yards away from your buddies. So who's going to help you and rescue you if you are no longer able to do that very thing? Freaked me out for sure, but I used all of my concentration and all of my surviving skills and all of my willpower. And I dug my boots right into that puppy. And I stopped before I hit the water. And it was close. I was probably 20, 30 feet before I went into the water when I finally stopped. I've never slid on my butt on a glacier since. It really made me think how fragile life could be. Now, I'm not sure what would have happened. It was just a theory that ran through my head, but it seems to have made sense. All the terrible things that could have happened. Well, I got to get my truck and go home that night laughing and joking with my buddies. And that happened 50 years ago, and I still remember it. And sometimes I still ponder it. It makes a guy wonder. It really makes a guy wonder. What a beautiful place. The air is crisp in the summertime, and yet it is warm in the sun. 
usually not a cloud around. It's beautiful with all the flora and fauna. That's plants and animals. If you're fortunate enough to be up there and not see other folks, it's just a bonus for you. I highly recommend doing something like that. It is a wonderful place and one of the perks for living up there. If you'd like to help keep Baby Boomer Tales commercial free, you can get on our website, babyboomertales.com. There's a link there called Support Our Podcast. And if you follow that link, it'll explain how you can help out if you so choose to. I really thank all of you for listening. I couldn't do this without you. Kindness is a good thing. It's really the only way to go. I'll be back next Wednesday.